Hey everybody, this is Keith. Happy holidays to you. I'm recording this Zwischen den Jahren, as Germans say, between the years. And I want to talk about this kind of topic and being home for the holidays and celebration, the year in review, all this kind of stuff that we might probably all be in the mood for at this moment. It's a funny time. I'm recording this in the morning in an Airbnb in the Palm Springs area of Southern California, basically on vacation with my family during Corona times. Yes, practicing all the safety, social distance stuff, but also traveling and feeling a little out of it, if I'm honest. It's been a series of long days tired nights, a lot of uh, photography and nature with my brother, a lot of family meals and media consumption with my parents, and typical what you could call family stress and fighting, nothing crazy, but the usual, I guess. And it's a funny time to reflect on, you know, as I grow older, thinking about having a family myself, eventually, but still thinking of family as my nuclear family that I was raised with, and also an extended family that I'm a little more disconnected from at this point uh, during these holidays, but who are still in my thoughts. And also my friends who I usually aim to celebrate, especially New Year's Eve with, but given our times, it just becomes more and more difficult to do that. And maybe a lot of us lack some of the energy and excitement and enthusiasm that we typically would have uh, around this time, given the way of the world. It's been a tough year, let's be honest. So yeah, it's just a funny time. Basically for me, living in Germany, uh, I do think of the holiday season as the time to escape Berlin. Um, the weather is a part of that. But also it's just a time to get closer to the people I've always felt closest to. And those people aren't in Berlin, generally. <laughs> so usually my family, my parents and my brother and I, we try and pick a destination around the world to meet in. We are privileged enough to be able to do that. And it's great. And, you know, last year was the Caribbean. Before that, we went to Southern Africa. So we try and make these big trips for my parents, especially something like on their bucket list, things to do before they die, moments to have and memories to make together. And this year it's been much trickier. So my brother and I just decided to come back to California where we were born and raised and to just have a more low key celebration. We could have even stayed uh, in the city. My parents live Sacramento, but we decided to take a little road trip to rent an SUV and drive it into the desert of California to Death Valley, which was really cool. We did that a few days ago. It was a little tricky, you know, like because the state is basically on lockdown county by county, even the empty counties that uh, comprise Death Valley and the Mojave Desert have these really restricted rules for businesses 
It's not consistent, but our hotel that we had booked did close, so we had to find another one. It's funny, like the high-end ones stay open and the low-end ones stay open, but the mid-range that we were looking at all closed. So it's been a little more tough going to the lower-end ones. Um, I don't want to complain too much about that, but it's a point. It's funny because it's like, I don't know, it just makes me think about like how people manage like consistencies and all this. As my mom brings me some breakfast. Thank you, mom. And how we all manage and what it sounds like to you guys when I mention that I'm traveling, like what it sounds like in terms of danger and spreading disease. But it's all very, you know, it's just like when I got on the plane to come out to California. It's not like an airport is suddenly rife with danger and people coughing and huge closed, or not even huge, small closed spaces. It's not the case, you know, airports are huge. Uh, people are, you know, it's less popular than usual. People are even more on guard because it's considered this kind of biohazard space. You know, like people are even more um, rigid about masks and security and all this stuff. So it's like not a problem at all to be in an airport right now. Um, you see these headlines like, oh my gosh, so many Americans flying home during the holidays. This is so bad for coronavirus. Like, why? What makes it bad exactly? It's not like people are, I mean, maybe people technically are coughing on each other more, but it doesn't seem that way to me. Um, and we've been traveling through these really empty places, you know, like national parks are already these vast swaths of wilderness with built-in paths and signage, perhaps. But my brother is a, I guess you could say, an expert at traveling to national parks. I also love traveling um, less specifically to parks, but also to appreciate some nature. We do bond on that topic. We might disagree on what kind of nature is ideal. He's more into mountains, I'm more into the sea. That said, it's been really great to take in nature and photograph it. And it feels like a totally safe thing to do. It feels like a very appropriate thing to do. And it does put me in that kind of reflective mood that I think these times are for. Um, I just feel really slow, even as I'm talking right now, I just feel like my mind is moving very slowly. Um, I feel a bit worn out. I'm not posting to Instagram because I just am a little overwhelmed and I'm not making the time for it. I feel disconnected from my friends. I'm texting much less. I do want to wish everybody a happy holiday season, to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, to basically my whole phone, like all my contacts, you know, like I like feeling that connection, that connectedness with you through a chat. But it's also just like, I don't know, it's like, even if it's on my mind, it's like somehow feeling difficult to move my thumbs around on my phone to type the message and send it because I'm sitting there either in this living room with my family or in the car driving and my parents are asking me questions and I feel like obliged to entertain them or engage in a family discussion or moments. And sometimes my brother will just put in his headphones or make his calls in front of us and just start talking to somebody else. And I wonder, well, I could do that, but I, it's hard for me because I, I can't do that. It's like, 
wherever I am, that's where my focus is and attention is. And I can appreciate friends in my life who, you know, the kind of friendships where you don't speak for months or years, but then it's revived as soon as you're there in the same room with them because they're not good at keeping in touch from a distance, but they're always present in front of you. And I think that's actually a good way to live your life, you know? I think that's nice if you can be present wherever you are. And maybe it does detract from the relationships long distance that you're trying to maintain, but you'll see that person again. And hopefully then everything will be the same. Everything's not always the same. I do want to talk a little bit about the, this idea of being home for the holidays and holiday movies. And I wanted to call this episode Home Alone or Home Alone for the Holidays because <laughs> I guess I just want to talk about this movie Home Alone and how we celebrate, you know, like basically my family, my dad, he raised me to become a cinephile. He's also like really into movies. And our tradition is to watch his two favorite Christmas movies every year. Specifically, It's a Wonderful Life, which is a movie from the 1940s by Frank Capra starring Jimmy Stewart. And it is a wonderful movie. It's a real weepy, a real moving melodrama of a man put upon by society and his community and family. He has dreams and aspirations of being um, an exploring individual with his own goals, but he puts them all aside for the betterment of his community and town. And he resents it and it really crushes him uh, to the point of near suicide, along with a lot of other trappings in life and all the ordeals that we deal with. And an angel visits him and shows him what his life, what life without him would look like in his town and how valuable he is to everybody. And it's really a moving story. It is somehow set at Christmas time, kind of arbitrarily, but it makes sense. And he discovers how wonderful his life is. And it is a great movie. And I really appreciate my dad showing it to me probably <laughs> 50 times. I don't know. I mean, I've seen that movie a lot. I guess not more than once a year, so maybe 30 times in my life. But it's not the movie of my generation. Home Alone is. And this year, I suggested that we watch that instead. And we did, and it's fun because I remember that as a kid, of course, Macaulay Culkin as the, the best kid of the 90s um, who is put upon as well and resents his family, just wants to be his own guy, and is then given the chance, kind of like Jimmy Stewart, to see what life would be like without everyone else around. Kind of a reverse situation. Hijinks and Sue, Home Alone is basically a family comedy of the 90s, and it's a bit dated. It definitely bears its era, but it's fun. And it's, it's I guess, appropriate that it is about a child because I feel like our era now is more childlike, more immature, more arrested development, more coming of age and constantly growing up. I feel like we all kind of relate to that. And I just love this idea, these words together, home, alone. I, I don't know, for some reason they're ringing, they ring true for me. I often feel home alone. I've always yearned 
for this sense of home and solitude. There is a sadness to it, you know, togetherness is obviously something we value. But I don't know, like somehow as I stand in this Airbnb looking out at palm trees in the sun, quietness around me, I, I, I don't know, this idea of holidays and solitude ring true for me. I do feel fortunate and blessed to have a loving family around me. And I do want to, I don't know, share that. It's not, I don't know if something that's possible to share, but to let that kind of warmth resonate for people that are even uh, less fortunate or celebrate in different ways. And I don't know, could use a hug. <laughs> I feel like giving people hugs now. Um, I guess that's all I want to say. I think my brother is going to push us to leave this house sooner than I'd like in order to take another drive to more vistas. I think today we'll explore the Salton Sea, which is a weird place I'd like to see. Um, and then 2020 will be done soon enough. It's very strange. It makes me wonder what else I want to make sure to accomplish before the calendar year rolls over in the middle of winter stupidly. 2021 really starts, in my opinion, in the spring, but <sighs> technically we are a few days away. It'll be still very cold midwinter. It won't feel like new to me exactly, but that's how we do it. Uh, I think the Chinese have that figured out a little better, if I'm honest. Um, the rolling over of the calendar year always makes me wonder what else I want to do in terms like technically, like, um, I don't know, registering a website, you know, or a business or getting a credit card and having it say member since 2020, you know, like those like really silly details, um, signing up for things and saying that you were doing this since this year or something like that. Um, but I, I would file that under pointless obsessiveness <laughs> and I push it out of mind basically. Uh, I guess that's all I want to say at the moment. I do feel like uh, this need to put out a podcast um, and stay on top of it. I've been kind of, you know, my mind is swimming too much these days. I do need something to ground me. This has been technically difficult. I have my microphone set up in a very different way, uh, running through all sorts of various wires and connections. And it probably sounds worse, so my apologies. But I'll get back to you soon with my thoughts more collected in the new year. So let's collectively celebrate this past year, as difficult as it was, and acknowledge that life moves on, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Ciao.